If you don't take an opportunity that you're afraid of, you'll never get past that fear. Yeah. Just so many things that they take a certain skill or a certain, you know, you might not have the best work that comes out of it, but five years from now, it's gonna improve it. everybody and welcome to another episode of make up your life hosted by myself matthew clink uh you can find all of the uh the great details of make up your life uh at our anchor page where you just go to anchor.fm slash make up your life and of course at mma-makeupacademy.com uh today we're going to be talking to elisa marie who is owner of her own beauty studio so we want to give you the details on how she got into that how she got into uh, makeup school, how she got into esthetician uh, school, and, and everything that brought her to where she is today. We are gonna jump in uh, mid-conversation. This was actually, uh, just to break the fourth wall here, this was the very first interview we recorded for the show. Uh, recorded it back in October of 2019. Um, and th this was uh, this first practice for us to see how uh, how would make up your life go down, and we are very excited to share with you a uh, a fantastic tale of someone that took um, everything that they've learned in uh, all of those different education opportunities, and and now she's running her own business. Uh, so uh, what I ask you to do now, just as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation with Lisa Marie, and I'll let her uh, continue the introduction uh, as, as, again, you sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation. Well, this is Lisa Marie, mm -hmm. right? Is that, do you want your last name or? Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, this is, it's Elise Marie Beauty Studio. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I was like, let's brand it up, Elise Marie. Um, <laughs> that's who I'm talking to right now. Uh, but uh, we were we just finished recording um, sort of a, I don't want to call it an ad, because that's not really what it is. You're like the second step after the ad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's a testimonial. And we got talking into, um, I, I always feel like I need to hesitate before I say esthetician school. Esthetician. <laughs> So as I as I got older, it was you know spaghetti. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't remember what words were in between there, but now it's s esthetician school. Yes. yes. But you, we were talking about how maybe they don't um, value might be too strong of a word to say they don't value it, but they don't see the vastness that makeup can be. Yeah, I think they don't see their students as going for that career when they pick aesthetics. I think they focus a lot on, you know, they want to do facials and waxing, which is amazing, and most do, but a lot of people, they want to get a license and be able to do makeup because they think that's what they're going to be learning, but it's just not reality for those schools. Yeah. yeah. No, that actually, um, this is why we need to talk it out, too. Yeah. I, in, in my head, I was like, you know, damn them. 
but it's just me not thinking of like what what the goal would be of someone going to that school right compared to uh to looking for like a makeup artist yeah. school but um but yeah we are we're sitting in your your beautiful studio Thank you. uh i i just i don't want to you know, I'm gonna break the fourth wall here, and I do that a lot in my own, uh, my other podcasts. Uh, so just going back to the fact that we've been talking at length about like what uh, the school that you went to, which would be Multimedia Makeup Academy, and what it did to get you here. But just like you as a person, what does it feel like to go home and know that you've got your own flipping business? I mean, it feels pretty cool. I mean, it feels. <laughs> stressful because right when you start the reality of starting your own business you're not going to start at the top so i I don't have the means to have a bunch of people doing things for me so here i am okay what is my next ad going to be what do i have to post on social media what do i need to clean what do i need to learn about what's a different technique that's happening what's on trend so i go home and I don't like get to just like rest peacefully. I'm always just like, what, get, what do I need to do? What do I have to do? You don't get to bench friends for six hours before you go to bed. I mean, like, I'm not gonna say that I don't do that, <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> and I, then I trail to YouTube and start with people waxing eyebrows, and I'm like, how did we get here? <laughs> so my wife and I. I mean, it's much different now. I told you we just had our first kid, but. Uh, even while we were both working, it would be turn on whatever we were binging at the time. We just finished um, Big Mouth, which I don't know, it's a pretty raunchy cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we just finished that, but it was like every night it would be by the time we both got home from work, then turn on Netflix or Hulu or whatever we're doing. We've we're super addicted. Like we have Amazon Prime. We've paid for the no commercials Hulu. It's really bad. It's, yeah. it's a problem. Like our bank accounts are not happy. Oh my god. But we do that, and then we both pull out our phones and we start working. <laughs> it's yes. like nonstop. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. I so like I feel like we that's us spending time together nowadays. Yeah. And I think it's like generational, or maybe not. Maybe not the generation. I think it's the time period that we're in, where if you're not constantly looking to improve, you're gonna fall so far behind. And like when I look at, so I told you I graduated from Michigan State. I, I just graduated uh, with my MBA. So I did not just graduate with my bachelor's. So I was getting my master's. So I'm surrounded by kids. Yeah. And I thought. I was setting myself apart. I mean, here I had my podcast network. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good data-wise. But then these other kids, like the kids that are the generation underneath me that'll be graduating with their bachelors or maybe they're going in as freshmen, they already have 10 different YouTube shows. And like, uh, they know how to code. Every, you know, they can build their, they're not going to WordPress. They're, yeah. they're building their own website from right. scratch. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. I have, I'm already selling myself on my experience, like, oh, but I can manage him. <laughs> but that that all, like, that's the scary part of it. But the, the work part of it just does feel like it's nonstop. Yes. What are you binging right now? Huh, let me think. I just watched, I just watched a show on Netflix, it was called Unbelievable. And it was like, 
It's very creepy and scary. <laughs> oh. It's a true story about. It's like a very heavy show. So oh, fun. You know, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Have, I'm bad. Have you, have you watched Mind Hunters? No, but my dad does. It's so freaky. Yeah, I know that the I wanted the new um, Hill House season two is going to come out, and is I'm it absolutely dying. It's not going to come out soon, but like oh. they're talking about that there's oh, going to be okay. season two, and so in my mind, it's going to come out soon. Because <laughs> that was the first season that come out last October. I believe so. Oh my gosh! And it was I, unreal. That like, did you go back and look at the scenes yes. that, where there's like hidden ghosts? Oh. My heart would drop. I don't know why, because it's a movie or a TV show, yeah. so it's obviously scripted to do that. Right. But for some reason, it just scares the crap out oh, of me yeah. to know that there's a ghost watching you mm-hmm. watch the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm a huge fan of paranormal activity, like, and I know a lot of people hate on them, but don't hate on them, because they're so good. And yeah. They, like, they have I, that quality where you're just like, if you believe in it, yeah. then you're going to be scared, and you'll get into it. I, uh... I went to, like, I was so into those movies, I went to the advanced screenings, um, like, found my way into movie theaters, like, a month before it would come out, because I just needed to see the next one. Yeah. But yeah, those were ones, I don't know why I was so addicted to it, because, like, then I wouldn't sleep. Because then every bump in the house. (laughs) Yeah. I just watched Paranormal Activity 4 two days ago. Like, that's just, I don't know. I love them. I still say the first one, because there's so many practical effects, that's mm-hmm. that's the best one. That was the one where they had no budget, so it's Simplicity. like they had to get so creative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the, the simplest things make it the scariest. That, about that. Like, when she's, I don't know, the little, when her sheets start moving. Oh, my gosh. If you're like, oh, this is stupid, like, someone's moving it, then you're going to be like, okay, this is stupid. Right. But if you're into it, and you're like, God. Like someone's under the sheets. Like you're gonna freak out, and I do every night when I go to bed. <laughs> no, and I, I I think I've had the same argument with so many people. Where it's like, well, you let yourself escape reality when you're watching an adventures movie. Right. It's not you know you don't sit there and go, well, come on, look at that glove. Why would he just snap mm-hmm. his fingers and everybody disappear? We let that. Pass, so let's let's right. pretend I don't know. If you didn't enjoy it, it's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> well let's let's uh let's grab onto that idea of uh something being so scary you can't sleep at night. What oh. what uh what like business wise is it is you going home and you're like, Oh my gosh, I left the lights on or Yeah, oh that's how happened. Often? Well that's happened too. Or I'm like, did I lock this fire room door? Today when I walked in right <laughs> Older, before you came in, my door was jammed. Like, it was stuck. I could not open the door. And I was like, if this happens when a client comes in, I'm like, what do I do? I'm screwed. Like, call my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that... Things like that, that you have to take it on by yourself, and you don't have someone else, in my case. I don't have someone else to just, like, yeah. you know, come to my rescue. That, oh, that's not your name. But your name is yeah. over there. Right over there. Yeah, so if that happens, that's, that's mm-hmm. on... Oh my and gosh. I'm the man of the house, so I have to kill all the spiders, and I don't oh, no. like it. I don't like <laughs> it at all. Why? Well, I I did get that duty at uh, working at Multimedia Maker Academy. Oh. Um, except I haven't killed them. I grab them and I throw them outside and put them in the tree. So it might be the oh, same one no. coming You're in really over and over. <laughs> 
I'm not saying anybody has to do that. Um, That's just, I feel weird becoming the assassin. Okay. So then I get the job of working at the Makeup Academy, and then I get assigned, you know, if there's a spider, I have to go kill it. And I just felt weird about getting that role. I liked marketing manager. Yeah. Not spider assassin. Second tier, spider assassin. <laughs> yeah. Additional roles yeah. on the application. We all need something. Yeah. You know, keep it interesting. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, you getting to this point. Um, we can talk top to bottom everything that happens in this in this business. Um, going back to esthetician school, mm-hmm. um, how'd you go to make that choice? I wanted to. I mean, my favorite part of makeup was always transforming people's eyebrows. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but <laughs> there's just something so satisfying about them. So I really wanted to learn how to wax them and, you know, I need a I, license for that. I get told I need that all the time. <laughs> oh wife, my God. So. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> so while we're here, <laughs> we're going to take a detour. Yeah. So I, I just, I wanted to expand. Yeah, I, there's so many different... What, what can you do to an eyebrow? Okay, so... There's... I'm an, obviously a novice because any work that's been done on my eyebrows has been my wife holding my head down right. and plucking them because yeah. there's one that will grow to be this long and will hang from my face. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can wax them and like trim them. For This is what I do. But people, they also do threading, which I don't do that. I leave that too the people that aren't, you know, that's like a, I think it's a cultural, yeah. like, I can't, I don't want to mess up and say the wrong one, but I think it's more like a Middle Eastern thing that no, I they think would learn. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of stay away from that one. And I got this new thing, it's called eyebrow lamination, which I know. So you have, somebody goes into a Xerox machine kind of thing. Absolutely. No, <laughs> I was at... I love that your eyebrows perked up where you're like, wait, does he know what's going like, on? Oh my gosh, wow. I already <laughs> learned about this somewhere. Yeah, I was at... So I'm a theater nerd, and I was just in a production of High School Musical. <laughs> and I was at rehearsal, and my friend Jordan was like, oh, Lisa, have you heard of this new thing, eyebrow lamination? And I said, huh? <laughs> I... I, I've never in my life, so it's from the UK. Actually, it's from Moscow. And then yeah. it was brought to the UK. They've been doing it since like 2017. And they just oh, recently man. brought it to the US. Yeah. Like, I think six months ago or so. Two years can be forever with that kind of thing. I know. We're like behind on the times. <clears throat> and uh, you just like, I don't know, there's this new eyebrow, it's not a new trend, but like fluffy brows. So it like takes, like, I did it to mine. Maybe you can't see in the <laughs> podcast, but it's um it makes like all the hairs go in the same direction and like makes them look really clean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so uh, like going back to me being a novice. Yeah. Um I don't know what to look for. Yeah. But I can see it. Can like, you? And the whole time we've that I've been here, it's been a couple hours now. I it's like I I, I try to train myself to look people in the eye, but I keep Going oh, I to look, look people at, in the eyebrows. That's the first thing I look at. I, that's, maybe I'm going to start doing it now. <laughs> it's like one of those things you don't... Snob, yeah, man. exactly. You know where you need to go? Yeah. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I, I do. You start to look people in the eyebrows, and you start to look people in the makeup as well. It's just like a thing. Once you're in some industry, it's just the first thing that you notice. Yeah, like podcasting. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in this uh, network of hockey podcasts, so I've gone through and looked. And what stinks is this is <laughs> this is going to become a part of my brand, so some of them might hear this. Mm-hmm. But, man, I've listened to some of them, and it's like, what do you... Dude, are you in like a tunnel? Like, oh my gosh. In a, in a bo- I, I don't know what the heck's going on. And I can't, I couldn't even listen to some of their shows because the audio is so bad. Yeah. But it's like, it's not until like I get into the science of it and I've spent hours sometimes like editing my own audio just so that you can hear it. And then to know that there's other people that are just like, oh, we're done recording, send it through. Yeah. It's like, what? There's a difference. In every industry, there's a difference of who takes the extra mile to have the best that their work can be. Yeah. I, it's, it's if you're, especially, I mean, you know, because now you have your own your own sure. studio. Um, am, I, am I saying that right? Should I keep calling it a studio? I always say studio, but like people will call me and be like, is this a salon? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, I like how you dropped the phone right after you said that because that that isn't what you want to say. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> um, so what else, what else, what else uh, uh, from this journey from esthetician school? Um, and I know we're gonna be we're branded out as the Multimedia Makeup Academy sponsored mm-hmm. podcast, but um, we're not necessarily only wanting to talk about that, but you go from esthetician school to the Makeup Academy. Um, and I know we kind of got off track talking about uh, laminating eyebrows, but like okay. what was, what happened in the middle there to like kind of get you on that journey from... Well, so, in... Or did we even touch on your theater background? Uh, kind of, I did tell them I'm a nerd and I learned about something in theater, but I don't think we really talked about then I do it. <laughs> Well, yeah, what, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll just take a couple steps back and then we'll go theater background and then we already know esthetician school mm-hmm. and then what happened after that? After esthetician school what? happened? Oh, I mean, I know, I'm, mess, I'm throwing you a curveball here. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk like theater getting in, then getting into like, now we're gonna manipulate, I'm gonna say manipulate faces because okay. it's more than just makeup, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, how, how did that happen? Well, so I had always done it since I was 13. I was in shows, like, you know, after school theater and in school productions in high school and whatnot. So I always had to have, for whatever role it was, I had to have a certain makeup. And that was always my favorite part. I loved just being transformed. Also, I loved prom. Like, I, I went to school in, like, hoodies and my hair in a ponytail and no makeup. Like, I was not a makeup girl. But I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. And I would watch, like, what not to wear. And the only reason I was watching it was because I loved the makeup at the end. Like, things yeah. like that. There's so many things I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think this is why. Even, like, Toy Story, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like... I would have never Toy guessed Story that two, Toy Story. I can't. Toy Story 2, when he's, like, shining up his face and, like, fixing him up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that was always my favorite part of the movie. I think I just love transformations. And it doesn't always have to be a big thing to make such a big difference. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so interesting how many different things. It, I mean, it could just be, you know, uh, we were talking about 
us watching Netflix and staring at our phones. Oh, yeah. But for us to like improve, it might just be taking the time and putting some attention on it, right? Yeah. Like that, I know for me, uh, <laughs> there's so many things I could be doing, but I don't do it. <laughs> like it's, there's priorities, but most of the time it's just like my own laziness gets in the way. I will be putting off, it's like an accident. Do you watch TV and then you're accidentally not watching TV because you're accidentally on Facebook or something? Like, oh, like yeah. you miss out on things. I'm, I have no excuse. It's not like, oh, I was just like working on my website. It's, all, it's like I was on Facebook. I was looking on Instagram. We can say I was looking at makeup. I was just looking at people's photos from like, you know, last weekend. It's just, you know, what I found to be like, the worst part of this, of, of like, we need like multiple things for us to consume at once. Mm -hmm. So the, the TV running and our phones going. Overstimulation. I can't read. Like, I, I, it takes me so long to get through a book now because I feel like I will get like a few chapters in and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what they're talking about right now. And I have to go back. Maybe even, I'll try to go back a couple pages. Sometimes that doesn't work, but I know I've gone back a couple chapters and had to reread whatever was going on just to catch back up again. That was me in high school. I would read, which I understand, because you are not interested. If you're reading something you're not interested in, mm -hmm. a lot of the time. <laughs> not to say you weren't interested in your book, but like if you're reading something and you're not completely in, you can read the same paragraph five times and be like, nope, still have no idea what I just read. Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's really frustrating. Well, and then I read a script and I'm like, how can I memorize this entire like 300 lines when yeah. I can't figure out this history pad? <laughs> well, it's like I, and I'll tell you, you know, it's it's my favorite book series that I was reading. Um, so it came out with a new book, and I just started thinking about work. Like I'm in the middle of it, and then I start thinking about different things I need to do on like social media, um, or like something will happen in the book. And I'll be a part of like a Reddit group for this book series. So then I'm like, oh man, I gotta post that. Or I wanna like create a meme based off of it. And then I'm like, oh crap, I just read 10 pages and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so many distractions. You will, you, you probably are touching on something because part of the book, it's like Game of Thrones y. So there's okay. a lot of action, but there's also a lot of politics. So that's usually when that happens, is during the politics, where I kind of zone out and kind of drift off. And like, uh, but um, what else? Uh, we got you. Okay, so we got you into theater, and, and you're doing um, you're doing not only makeup there, you love prom, and then that is kind of, did you go straight from high school into esthetician school? Pretty much, not completely so i went from one semester of music major that's right we, we talked about that too before we started the yeah so i was at a university and was a music major so i was like i'm a singer not i was just there was no way so i went to makeup school from there and then i freelanced for three years Two years? A couple years. And then went to aesthetic school and got my license for that. So then, um, then I know we talked, we've, we talked about this, but it's not on the podcast, but what, what was that decision to go aesthetic school? I'm going to start saying that. That seems easier than esthetician. <laughs> so you go from aesthetic school 
and you know that there's like another step you needed to take. What uh, what happened in between there to get to the next learning center? <laughs> Wait, from your aesthetics school, right? And then we went to uh, MMA after that. Or? Switched. So I did makeup school first. Yeah. Now you're blowing my mind. Yeah. So they, I had so much knowledge on makeup, and I was always working with people's faces and that kind of thing. And I learned all the different eyebrow shapes and would make them with makeup. Yeah. And I wanted to, there were so many times so I was like, oh, I wish I could like legally just like trim these brows up and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or like photo shoots. If I was with uh, working with a photographer and I wanted to like completely perfect the look, there were some things that was like, I would love to give them like a facial the day before and get their skin all ready. And then the next day they'd have such a nicer, smoother canvas. So it yeah. just kind of like came in again. See, this is why I'm making assumptions. This is why assumptions yeah. are bad. I yeah. was just, I was so in on like what I thought the process was, but that's why we're talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, that's why I, was I, like, I loved <laughs> the the look you were giving me, and I was just, just like in my head, like, come on, what I'm talking about. And my that's brain what... was not computing that you were switching <laughs> around. I was like, am I stupid right now? Like, <laughs> no. Why am I not? Nope, that was me being stupid. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, uh, it, just, it, it really, it, it's given me a lot more to bring to the table, uh, even with makeup, even though it wasn't a makeup knowledge from aesthetic school, it has helped me tremendously with makeup application. What I, what I do want to touch on too, because I like that um, you made the choice real quick with uh, the music education, because mm -hmm. you told me a similar story about working somewhere. But I, I do want you to tell that story, but I just, I like, like, if, if there's, if there's got to be a theme to, like, your story, and we just met today, you definitely have, like, if there's an inkling of, like, something that needs to happen, um, and you're 20 through, 24. 24, right. I did we, forget. Yep, I we, thought I was 23. We closed up earlier. Uh, I mean, 24, and you have your own business, but that's because... You've made these decisions that I think a lot of people that you know, like moving backwards, you know, going from 18 to 24, you've made so many strong, like, I know I want this decisions um, that put you in the right spot that I know myself, uh, who's about to turn 31 and probably isn't anywhere near the level of success that you've had. It's because I've waffled back and forth on the different things. Um, that maybe you've been put in front of me or, or maybe I don't want to let go of something. Like, I think there's still a chance. So to that, I, I was really hoping, um, you know, you could touch a little bit on what that story is, but then how, like, your your process, your decision-making process, which I think you could probably write a book on, mm -hmm. just knowing you for this day, but, like, uh, to say that you have something that pops in your head and you do it. Yeah, I, you have to take the plunge a lot in life. If you don't, there's so many things that you'll miss out on or so many, high phrases. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Make Up Your Life. I'm here to tell you about Multimedia Makeup Academy, the premier
premier makeup school that prides itself on being number one in makeup practices and standards. If you're interested in starting a career that boasts an average salary of $75,000, has a completely flexible working schedule, and will help you find that connection between doing what you love and making a little bit of money, then text TOUR, T-O-U-R, to 248-595-7967 or head to mma-makeupacademy.com. If you don't take an opportunity that you're afraid of, you'll never get past that fear. Yeah. Just so many things that they take a certain skill or a certain, you know, you might not have the best work that comes out of it, but five years from now, it's going to improve it. And, and for me, um, I think I finally did take some, some plunges. Uh, it took so many years, but I mean, like I was in that realm of, I was hanging on to accounting for so long. Mm -hmm. Then I was hanging on to finance for so long because I was like, ah, if I if I struggle with accounting, I can make finance work. Um, and, <laughs> and then I even went back into uh, as I as I talked about earlier, going to get my MBA because man, uh, it's got to pat myself on the back as good as I am with numbers. They don't do enough for me. I mean, I would go to work. And then I'd come home and start like writing uh, a short story or screenplay. Cause it's like there wasn't enough there for me creatively uh, to, to do much. So now, now I'm even going back to school and now I'm in marketing because that's the best way I could meld numbers and story. But I mean, if there's a, a lesson to be learned from our two stories, and I'm going to bury myself here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, I mean, think about like where you again at 24 and you get to start, you know, thinking about the next steps in this business and expanding the business. And it's because you took the plunge where I was stuck in trying to make a societal norm work. And I think that's, that's something since I've, I've started associating myself with the makeup Academy, it's just been eye opening of, um, you know, there's, there's people in that school now that are way younger than us that are making this decision to go with what their passion is, um, go through, you know, for an, through an artistic route, which, which you, all the power to you, you, you right away, like, even when it was music, you were like still on that artistic side where I would, I was just terrified of, of making a choice like that. And now that's all I pretty much do at home is, is work on different things that are artistic. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the lesson learned, right? I mean, uh, let me, let me ask, um, how happy are you right now? I'm very, it's, it's been like, <laughs> I don't know to say it. It's just, everything is starting to come into place. Yeah. And of course, like I'm not a millionaire, but I see, a future for myself and I see expansion and, and building on my success and I, I've always wanted I love that this is a flexible job for me where I can because I own it I can take the days off that I yeah. want and um, if I become a mother in the future this is like a nice thing to have that's my own and I, I can still do both yeah I, I mean um, the, the best thing was how like, <laughs> I mean, when you ask how happy someone is and they start laughing, <laughs> I mean, could there be a better way? I mean, yeah. it just, it, it just, 
exuded out like it was just oozing um you're i mean to be excited to answer that question is probably <laughs> where i'm going there and uh, that that's that's really what you want and if 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 i was honest like if it was a few years ago and i was stuck in finance i i probably would have hesitated before i was like yeah i'm happy <laughs> it's just i think we're in a society right now that people are becoming very passionate about enjoying what they do and not having those crazy, like take Quickenals, for example, mm -hmm. like they're turning it into a more fun and you want to do your job, even if it's not the most exciting thing that you're doing. Yeah. They made the environment fun. They give you enough breaks, that kind of thing. I think we're all starting to realize that we need to put ourselves first and not just worry about I know you have to worry about money and realistic things like that, right. but to not be hating every day of your life yeah. because you just are going into this job that you don't want to do any of it. Like you need to have some sort of community or some sort of break for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, like, um, my, my dad just retired last year and I mean, I think that's the, the generation we're learning so many lessons from and probably the generation prior, uh, it's just our generation is the first one that said, I'm going to change if I don't like where I'm at. And I think for some situations, it can make the struggle a little bit longer. Um, but then like to come back to my dad, he hasn't, I, I've never seen him so happy than right now while he's retired. And, and you know, I talked about, I've got a, a new baby girl and to just, see him interact with her it's it's amazing and he's a whole new person and he's just so relaxed and and it's like i know we all want to be retired in our 20s for sure <laughs> <laughs> and we can't quite get to retirement but um i think we've made so many waves in regards to i don't like this so i'm gonna bounce yeah uh that now we're, we're kind of changing the tide like companies now have to make us happy for us to stick around which is ridiculous to think that it went so long the other way but um no i mean i have the time now we're recording a podcast for what'll be connected to my my own network i, I have time to see my baby girl because i work from home three days a week so whenever i want She's right there. Yeah. Um, I've got time to work through this other business, and and it's because of like the, the time that's been afforded to me by my current job because they they see like the value in that that work life balance. So Not that it can be like us speaking up and, and making it known that we need certain things. But millennials are making all the headlines. Millennials are running this. Millennials are running that. But what they're not seeing underneath is the good that's coming out of what is being ruined. Exactly. So, like, uh, I think the one that always sticks with me is the, the silly Buffalo Wild Wings one um, that we're ruining. Yeah, or maybe, like, it's like Buffalo Wild Wings, Applebee's, Chili's, they're all losing change, money. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, yeah, but that's because, we're, like, there's people now that are um, starting their own businesses, at, like yourself, that are focused more on like this customization they're focused on being like instead of being about volume it's about perfecting whatever's right in front of you yeah, so like experience. those chain restaurants are dying it's we've i've got like a brewery that's that's down the street from my house and sure the beer's good 
But, I mean, they have this pastrami naan sandwich that is so freaking delicious. And it's because they're, they're just sitting there, they, they have an eight-item menu, and they just want to make those eight things perfect. And it's it's a small business. It's it's something where they don't have like a an executive that's watching them and making sure that they have a thousand burgers headed out the door. Oh, yeah. They're just they're 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 getting along, which is what you know. That's what we're all turning to. And I, I bet you know if I asked you right now, that you'd say that's your primary focus when somebody's here isn't what's the next person doing. It's who's right in front of you at that time. Yeah, quality over quantity in every way possible. It, I'll be stressed out. If someone left here and it was, it, it felt like it was a bad experience, I would be stressed out about it for like a week. It's just, you want everyone to like you and like what you're doing and, you know, tell their friends about it, but it's just, you want to feel like you are the best at what you're doing. Yeah. Not just, I have a thousand people that follow me on Instagram, so I must be really good. It's just, you just don't, you have to have a standard. Yeah. And, and that goes back to where I, I feel like our, our theme for this or, or like the lesson learned from you is you have you have your standards and you've been pretty honest with yourself about when it's time to make that decision. Um, and, and we haven't really talked about like if you've gone through like a major, like do you, if you sit down and you're like, this is the best choice for me or if you feel it in your gut. Um, but either way, whatever that process is like you've made you've made the right choices as, as we sit here in the lobby of your business but it, i don't know if you wanted to talk about that do you have like a like how do you sit down and, and decide music school or um uh do i want to put it as music school yeah okay yeah, yeah music school is not the right route uh you said you were working in another beauty studio that you you know all right i'm a bounce mm -hmm. so yeah. That's the new SpongeBob meme. <laughs> uh, I I'm head out. Um, but yeah, like, what is it? Is it gut or is it like? Should we tell people that there's a happy medium? I think there's a happy medium, but definitely your gut as well. It's just sometimes your what you love, you start to hate when it becomes your job. So if that's what's happening, that's not the right place for you. You don't, you don't want your hobby to become your job and then not become something that you want to do at the end of your day still. Because for me, I, I was a singer and I loved music and I now I do it still and I do still do it in like a, a business way, but it's not my main focus and it's not my main stress. Because if I was just completely stressed, it's just, you start to not enjoy it. It's just bottom line. A lot of people do that when they're they just have too much pressure on themselves for it and they're not successful enough or they're not good enough, that kind of thing. It just, it's going to ruin your passion. No, oh, yeah. And I think this all comes back to like that happiness factor and like, if you're not happy, I mean, like that, that goes back to like, you know, I remember talking at length with like certain buddies that have been in relationships or like everybody has that friend where they, they keep telling you over and over, you know, it's, she's, she's, you know, she's good when it's just us at home. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> you know, how many times have you had the conversation with someone where I think we're going to break up and then they've been together, you know, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
that that thing adds up to it too. Like relationships, the job, mm-hmm. your education. Break up with your job. <laughs> up with your yeah, job. I love it. <laughs> I uh, I don't uh, I don't want to ramble too long. Um, I think we've had we've had a pretty good episode here. Um, and, and we've kind of built this meme is like trusting your gut, trusting yourself meme theme. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, let's let that fly. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm definitely, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of corrections that can be had in my everyday speech. I Like just two days ago, running into someone for the first time um, or meeting someone. See, they're running into someone. No, you met that person. Uh, and I just, she introduced herself. I said, hi, my name's Matt. And then I paused for about three seconds and I was like, sorry for making this awkward. <laughs> and I just walked away. Oh my gosh. And I knew the person that she was with and he goes, yeah, he has a podcast, so he's really good with talking to people. <laughs> and so then I just, I mean, I, I just started, yeah, I had to laugh. That was a loss on my part. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but, um, I, so I, I like I guess I guess to that end, um, <laughs> I, I I am with fault. Uh, but our, our theme, <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, no, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> but yeah, our theme of, of you trusting yourself, going going with your gut, but like a um, there's a strategized decision process that went into it. But uh, what would be what would be any final thoughts you want to throw out to uh, to to the listeners again? We just, the whole point of this is to introduce people to people, introduce listeners to people in this industry, uh, if you want to consider it beauty as a whole, sure. and like what it takes to get there. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, have realistic expectations. I love that. Everyone, I mean, the same thing when people work in retail, not everyone's going to always be happy. Yeah. And there are some things that it could be a little change in something that could make them happy. It just have you have to have good people skills you have to there's so many things that go goes into it so yeah when you have a passion for it just make sure that you keep it rather than if if, it, if you don't then make it your hobby oh, there's yeah. other routes <laughs> I, I love that i mean it, it's it's great too to to mention the the hobby portion of it too because if you really do love it don't don't let go of it mm-hmm. i mean i don't make a dime from any of the podcasts i've done so far but um, like the business is expanding, um, but I think I think there's a lot to be said to like keep keep at it. Like yeah. think good things can happen, and and the, you know what? I'll, I'll throw this. This will be my last thought too. Um, my brother uh, used to do stand up comedy, uh, so we used to listen together to like a lot. Of, not not in the same room, but we'd listen to the same podcast, and he recommend some to me. And one of the things that's out there in the stand up comedy world is that it's not always the best comedian. It's the one that can survive for 10 years not making any money. So, like, to that end, if you want to reach, like, a height of heights, I mean, there's, well, you know what, there's comedians I have in mind, but I probably shouldn't mention them because I think their career's over now because of certain things they used to do. But, um, I mean, there's one I, I, the one I had in mind, he had been doing comedy for 20 years before TV shows, HBO specials. I mean, it, it's just, it's one of those things like your experience throughout life, whatever it might be, if you are an accountant, 
um, but you hold on to like what your passion is and make that your hobby, like the experience in life is just going to help whatever, whatever it is, is just going to help make you stronger in what that hobby is. Uh, if you're learning how to make it a business, you have a passion in the art of, of beauty. Uh, and as you went along, you learned about, you know, the business side of things. And then, um, I mean, again, say it again, we're here in your studio, <laughs> but, um, Let's, uh, we'll wrap up. I, I want to give you an opportunity, to, uh, like for everybody to follow you, your growth, your business. If you've got those Instagram handles off the top of your head or website. You know, I do. Millennials over here. <laughs> um, so it's at Alisa Marie makeup. Nice. That's my handle for, I don't have a Twitter, but I have an Instagram and then Alisa Marie makeup.com. It's where you can book appointments and look at all my uh, information on different services and pictures. And then uh, where are we located? We're at we're in Shelby Township, Michigan. Um, it is the crossroads are 25 mile in Shelby Road. Very right? nice. In a little plaza, the Rainbow Plaza. Oh, I did see that yeah. when I was driving up, popped right. up on ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nail salon next door. You can get your nails done. That's very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, I'm not sure where this is going to end up in regards to what we do with releasing these. But uh, so I don't know if this is episode one or episode 10. Uh, but it, it, it it's, it's something that I think helps a lot of people with trying to figure out what they're going to do in their future is hearing the success stories and hearing you know, the struggles you had, but also, you know, if you can get advice from anywhere or if you've got that opportunity, that's what we want to offer with this podcast is that free advice. So, uh, everybody follow Lisa, uh, come on out to Shelby Township and I, I'm, you're accepting clients now and appointments. You're ready to go. So, uh, head on out and, uh, keep on listening. Uh, let's throw out there the subscribe rate and review. Uh, for the show and uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next step.